For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ooh, feels good to hear that again. Yeah, it's been a it's been a few weeks with holidays, vacation, and I had pneumonia for a while, so it's been Oh, you, look how quick it ended. God damn. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everyone, to another episode of the After Buzz podcast. My name is Nico Adjimian, your host of the After Buzz, and of course with me is Buzz Adams. Hello. Oh, man. I want to thank everybody for their patience. Yep. I uh, missed a couple of weeks of work, and but I was really sick. It wasn't like I was at home enjoying myself. I, I was so sick that I didn't even enjoy my time off of work. You didn't even enjoy the sick days yeah, like right. most people do. Yeah. Because you were actually sick. Like I was actually like most people are not sick enough that I would have rather been well, but at work. So well, people definitely missed you. It's it, people went crazy. It's insane the response. People were like, "No more best of, bring yeah. us back." Hmm. But uh, it is good to be back with uh, the the gang, and everybody is, uh, I think, raring to go in the new year. Right? <laughs> would you say that? Yeah, I'm raring. You're raring. You bet. Is that the even word for it? Mm-hmm. Um, so on today's AfterBuzz, as you know, I take uh, the AfterBuzz very seriously, and I uh, I research rigorously a topic beforehand. I really get into all the nooks and crannies. I think this is leading up to you. You're just winging it today. Is that what is that what that's supposed to signify? <clears throat> No, (laughs) actually, I do have something prepared, but (laughs) I may have just come up with it right before I got here. Um, I was reading a news story that has actually been in my news feed like constantly over the past, I want to say six months for some reason. Really? And it it just keeps coming back up. I I, I didn't really understand why. When I first read it, you know, the first time I was like, okay, whatever. You got me hooked. I want to know what it is. Okay. So there is a African-American high school student okay out there but but there are a lot of them there are i'm talking about a specific one (laughs) okay who was suspended from his school because of his hair i've heard stories uh, similar to this exact one i'm thinking Uh, maybe he has braided hair into lokes um i lokes are you talking about like dreadlocks uh locks i guess that maybe not lokes maybe it's just locks yeah uh, but it's not dreadlock. They're just called locks, okay. and they're braided around his head. Okay. His head. You might. You know what? Uh, yeah. In your Google, just look up Barber's Hill ISD. Barber's Hill ISD, and I don't have the name of the student right now. Okay. But he has been constantly suspended. Is this in Texas? Yes, this is in Texas. Uh, yeah. Just click news. Click news. All right. Okay, his name is Daryl George. Uh, he goes to school at the Barbers Hill Independent School District. It's uh, near Houston, and he refuses to change his hair. Why do they want him to change his hair? Okay, well, is it against some kind of rule they got there? It's against their uh, dress code policy. They have a dress code against ethnic hair. Well, they would disagree with you. Uh, 
there is, and there's actually a law that was passed in Texas last year called the Crown Act, and it stands for Create a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair uh, to Protect Indigenous Hair. Now, indigenous? Not, not indigenous. What am I thinking? Um, to, well, minority minor- hair. Right. What? I don't know how you would describe it, but it's it's no. meant to pr- protect people's natural hair. It's really know? weird that two white guys have no idea how to talk about this topic in a <laughs> sensitive way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so I guess why his the, hair looks fine to me, right? Yeah, it, it mean, doesn't look egregious or distracting in any way. It's uh, just in braid. Yeah. It's a braided uh, hairstyle. Uh, well. He does. He won't get it changed. So when he comes back to school, they just go and suspend him again. Just suspend him over his hair? Repeatedly. Well, his family has hired a lawyer uh, to sue the school district, and it is going to court. And uh, pretty much everybody from the Houston Chronicle editorial board to national media coverage and news sites about this have said, uh... What is wrong with you? <laughs> to the Bar- school, you to mean. the school district, because because even it, it Wait, went to, it went to the Barber Hill. Is it actual a bar, an actual barber school? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually we take our barber standards <laughs> very seriously. Um, no, it's a whole school district with several different schools to it, and you know he got suspended by his principal first, then it went up to the superintendent, and they kept uh, sticking with the side of the principal on these things. Okay. Um, well, the superintendent of the school district, he- I wonder how many of the power structure there, uh, Caucasian people (laughs) who, you know, are, who are enforcing this rule. It is. Probably most, right? Yes. Well, he has, uh, written an op-ed or no, no, I'm sorry. He tried to write an op-ed. The young man. No, no, I'm sorry. The, the superintendent of the school defending the policy. And what their view of it. Okay. And he said that the the board would not let him uh, do it unless he changed his words or something. So actually, a Texas uh, educational foundation paid for an, a full-page ad in the Houston Chronicle for the, uh, the response by the uh, superintendent of Barbers Hill ISD. So this would be defending the policy. Greg Poole. Uh, This is how it starts. I tried to get a letter to the editor printed in the Houston Chronicle in the midst of the COVID-19 disaster in late 2020 to criticize their detrimental pandemic guidance and was repeatedly denied and asked to alter my words. Now the Chronicle's editorial board has criticized Barbara Hill's ISD's dress code and our education foundation has taken the unprecedented step of buying advertising. I could already tell this guy voted for Trump twice. (laughs) 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 Right? Like I can already tell, just the the whole the way he's talking about the pandemic and then this thing, you can tell this guy has might have been at the insurrection. How poignantly ironic that the Chronicle criticized limited dress code conformity that is correlated to student success 
success, yet wholeheartedly sanctioned complete face mask wearing conformity <laughs> oh, that is still questioned today as an adequate defense against COVID-19. What a gym this guy is, huh? <laughs> These clear-cut errors and judgments are explained by the Chronicle's need to do more fact-checking and less fact-blocking. An Indian proverb states, we are kept from our goal, not by obstacles, but by a clear path to a lesser goal. I don't even I don't even follow that. He goes more into a the COVID, like a big spiel about COVID nineteen and how his school. Dis- if you're going to go to our school, all we ask is that you make your hair look as white as possible. No, he says that his school district did not listen to any of the COVID nineteen uh, restrictions and made their students go to class throughout the pandemic. And he says and. Our school, our students have not regressed like the national average of students, and have ours have kept up their educational. Standards. So he's a real stickler for the rules. Sometimes, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, these are just uh, pertinent facts that were omitted by the Chronicle. We have African American students with hair longer than our dress code permits because they applied and qualified for grant and were granted religious exceptions. Uh, blah blah blah. We're one of the highest achieving school districts. Blah 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 blah. Um, he says the problem with relaxing standards without any regard to academic implication is the precedent it creates. Our military academies at West Point, Annapolis and Colorado Springs maintain a rigorous expectation of dress. They realize being an American requires conformity. Wow. With the positive benefit of unity. Yeah, let's definitely stand. That's one of the founding American things is uniformity. Like a, a, mo- col- a collective ethos. Yeah. And being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. Uh, it goes on to say that we're a progressive, we have a progressive history, even though we have a small percentage of African-American students. He says, we are not in violation of the Crown Act. And the state representative who authored the bill has clearly stated that it was to protect the ability to wear braids, locks, and twists, which we have always allowed. She also stated in a TV interview that hair length is not protected by the act. That is what they are getting this student on. The picture I'm seeing of the student, his hair, it might be long if it were not braided and knotted, but as it is, it's all above the ear, you know? That is exactly what the law states, is that they're not males are not allowed to wear hair that could be longer than the collar or go into your collar. It's a good thing Jesus didn't want to go to your school, huh? As long as... As it's not when it's not kept up, the law specifically states if it's kept up or t- tied and it doesn't go below your collar, then that's fine. This seems very, very silly to me. He took out a full page. <laughs> he took out a full page ad. Was it an ad or an op-ed? An ad, because okay. he said that they wouldn't let the op-ed. Um, uh, does. We have taken the highly unusual step of seeking a declaratory judgment in state district court to verify our interpretation of the law. Does that sound like a rogue school district that is making up rules? I think he's referring to the the, the chronicle. Ultimately, this is an issue of local control and deciding who should be setting the policies, goals, and expectations of our school district. We've had two school board elections in which candidates supporting our current dress code earned 88% and 91% of all the votes. The people who pay taxes in Barbers Hill ISD are the voices that we listen to. Yes, the taxpaying people who expect kids to have a hair certain way. Because that's what America was founded on. (laughs) All of our hair looking the same. (laughs) Regarding the specific dress code, uh, I'm concerned. 
when you look back like at pictures of the signing of the Declaration of Independence and stuff, don't a lot they of those guys have hair. Right, right. Some of them might have been wigs, but they were pretty long. Uh, he says, it is a matter of public record that the child in question moved this year from a neighboring school district that allows long hair on males. And I can point out that all students and their parents receive and sign off on the dress code at the beginning. Do they have a rule that female students have to have a certain length of hair? Like you can't have a pixie cut or a bob or something? Girls have to have long, long hair. hair. Yeah, that'd be interesting. No, just about the male thing. The kid's hair is up. It's not distracting. It's not... It's just braids. It looks fine to me. I mean, you know what? Uh, when I was in like grade school and and middle school and even even a little bit of high school, did you see kids with mohawks and stuff? Big afros, um, like the yeah. African American students. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, and every all the black kids carried uh, like picks. one of those picks that has a black power fist on it. <laughs> and what they get in trouble for hair? I don't remember anybody ever making an issue about their hair. Oh, people, ever? People, oh, uh, at at Jefferson, my uh, my high school, like kids had there was like a lot of rockers that went to school there, like rock kids uh, that would wear like Slipknot t shirts, and they would have long ass hair. The, the guys. I remember the junior year, one of the kids who was kind of known as a class clown shows up with a full on mohawk, not not a faux hawk, right? Shaved on the side, and this stuff was high. And it almost caused a riot. Just from that. Just the student's reaction to right. it. Just, it's all, nobody could get any work done that day because everybody was talking about, I can't believe I don't remember. I had him for a couple classes too. Bob, you know. Whatever his name was. Well, you're he actually showed the, up and it was like, well, that was disruptive for one day. You're describing the purpose of why they don't like those <laughs> hairstyles because it's But disruptive. this isn't something that's going to cause a riot in a nunnery. Okay, do you think the, the guy has a point about we should be able to have standards, our standards, or do you think this is honestly racially motivated in some way because one... I they think, they uh, had they had suspended him before this new law was passed in Texas, and then this law specifically to protect natural hairstyles like this comes into effect, and the the school still suspends him and says we're going to try and get around, and we're going to say it's because of his hair length. I think there's a long history of uh, minority kids, especially African Americans, being encouraged to look more white. Right. You know, or to conform with the some mainstream. kind of ideal that's... We don't like... But they have... Their hair is how different. Could, how could his hair possibly interfere with anybody else? It look, it's if anything, fine. this controversy, yeah. to me, seems like much more of a distraction. Oh, sure. You, like, really dying on this hill than just saying, you know what, kid? You're not going to get your I hair cut. I think it's really fine. stupid. But to keep suspending him, I almost feel like this is... Uh, this is going to be a big deal because it's going to. We're probably going to hear about the court case eventually and the decision that comes out of it. But um, God I thought, forbid a child should express any individuality. It does seem a little old fashioned in twenty twenty four, right? You know, it's not nineteen sixty four, right? I mean, it's almost regressive in some ways. And to equate a public school district with the dress code standards of, of West of, Point of, of a military or academy, Annapolis, yeah, right? I mean, is is just insane. Also, have him go on twenty mile runs every day. Anyways, I thought you would think that's funny, and the way it, it, it is so silly, and I was just kind of curious about your uh, your thoughts on. There that. you go. Did All I right. was my take 
all you expected? More, more than sufficient. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you, listener out there, enjoyed us being back for the AfterBuzz podcast. Don't forget to keep listening to the Buzz Adams Morning Show Mondays through Fridays. We're back, baby. We're back. Oh, yeah, we are. a.m. to 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. KLQ 95.5. We'll talk to you next time. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store.